The Trilogy Podcast with Vin and Scott. Three movies, two men, one podcast. gentlemen welcome back this is part two of the godfather trilogy and we are the trilogy podcast the only podcast in the universe devoted strictly to trilogies we're giving you facts debate trivia and more to hell with the movie if they made four and scott we are back with part two as i just said of the godfather trilogy we gave you all the information and the plots now we're looking to break down the little subtleties the little funny things that are worth mentioning for this trilogy. Sort of notes on the scene, you know? You know, usually we cram this into one big episode, but look, The Godfather's got a lot of levels. It's a mega episode. It's a mega episode, so we figured we'd split it into two. Go back, listen to the first part. We are the second part. Now we're getting into the funny stuff. Right. All right, so let's begin it with The Godfather. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. What do you got for me, Scotty? I I have always thought that the Godfather logo does not look cool. I'm just going to say it. It looks stupid. How dare you? The little puppet strings, it's silly. Yeah, marionettes are cool. <laughs> Take that back right fucking now. As we saw in the third movie, marionettes are not fucking cool. Yeah, they're not that cool. I'm not a puppet. When the guy's throwing Polly those sandwiches at the wedding, it sounds like he's saying the same word over and over. Yes. He's like, gabagoo, gabadee, gabago. What are you doing? You're at a wedding, a catered wedding. Because he says, he says, he's like, I got the gabagool and the capicole. And I'm like, that's the same thing. Gabagool is capicole. Like, that's. Isn't this, why do you have wrapped up sandwiches? Go to the buffet. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like he was like, fuck this good Italian food that the Don put yeah. out. I'm going to go get a couple of And the of guy's subs. like, hey, you stupid jerk. Well, he's giving you a sandwich. Why is he a jerk? I got you a hoagie. Fucking Polly. Hey, you stupid jerk giving me meats. <laughs> Come on. Come on, go. Over here. I just love it when Sonny breaks the cameraman's camera and then just throws the money on the floor. Yeah. And yeah. just fucking cool, man. It, it's, it's, it actually, it's funny, like we've talked a bit about like the gunslinger character. My mistake, four coffins or Han Solo's yeah. sorry about the mess or him just yes. throwing the money. Like they're very dismissive endings to something that like everyone's like, what did you just do? Or like, yeah. yeah, I just did that. Great like, examples. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry about the mess. Yeah. When you first see Pacino in this movie with his high voice, it's almost jarring. If you haven't like, seen Whoa. old Pacino movies and you're used to, rah, 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 rah. yeah, yeah, he's a capitalist, ha, ha, ha. and <laughs> yeah. he looks beautiful, like he's a beautiful little man. That's you're my like, family, okay? Yeah, you're stunned by it. He's had so many different stages, hasn't stages he? Stages of Pacino, yeah. When he was young, remember that scene in uh, Serpico? Because you and me are gonna take a walk without cuffs. You me, I'm going to put one in your back. Yeah. And then you turn around, so then and what? he's in the ascent of a woman. Scent of a woman. And he's way down here like this. He says all his lines down here like this. And now he, he's talking like this now. you got a, some sort of a I declare sort of sound to his voice. <laughs> he's got like a southern accent. It's like a foghorn leghorn like kind a of thing. <laughs> Italian foghorn leghorn. <laughs> the, the cake maker. 
Uh, Lazarine. Yes. Who makes the cake. And at the end, he has that, oh, where do you see this wedding cake? A va-va-voom. And he's like putting his hands around it like it has tits. Like like it's a sexy woman cake. And I'm like, what if they came out and it was just like a sec- uh, like a sexy woman a dirty, cake? A dirty cake. This is my daughter's fucking wedding. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Let me ask you a question. How come you didn't tell me that I was eating a black penis the other night? You mean the cake? Yeah. Well, I told you it was a black log cake. Yeah, still. Yeah. I was eating a, a black penis. You didn't mention it. Well, uh, the, eating a black penis is not appetizing to everybody. Ultimately, I really kind of hate Talia Shire as Connie. She's okay as Adrian and Rocky. But when, she, when Johnny Fontaine shows up and she's like, Johnny! Johnny! I love you. I want to punch her in the face. Just <laughs> I love you. It just you. sounds stupid. She looks dumb. I I, I don't yeah. know. I just dislike her. It's Something like, about her I just dislike. It's not good acting. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I love you. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't I don't I don't care for her in any of these movies, really, yeah. to be honest with you. She's, By the way, let's just clear this up real quick. Connie is short for as as he says in the third movie a bunch of times, Costanza? Right. Co- Constanza. Constanza. Yeah. Because the whole time I was like, Costanza? Like George Costanza? <laughs> can't stand ya. Can't, can't stand ya. And I can't. <laughs> I can't. Instead of saying Costanza, you'd say, can't stand ya. Also in the wedding, what is with this opera singer that all of a sudden is like, No, where did this opera singer come from? She sounds crazy. Yeah. What is this? Like, what? Huh? It's just like in the second movie when two people are just tangoing on stage. You don't do this at like weddings <laughs> and communions. Oh, there's the part where they're taking the big picture together. Yes, I have something about that. And, you know, like he, he goes to grab Kay and she's like, and I think like, I think it's just bad dubbing in these movies a lot. Like some yeah. of the lines sound weird You're because right. they're recorded later. But the, no, Michael, not me. Not me. <laughs> like, not me. This is going to be our last date. I didn't realize that you, <laughs> your family is the mafia. Like, please don't put me in this picture with the mafia. I could be arrested. Michael. Yeah, I don't want to be associated. With criminals. Meanwhile, the photographer's one foot away taking a panoramic shot of the whole family. There's no way you're getting them all in this shot. He's right there. You have to be standing for he's right yeah. there. He'd have to be at a fucking trade. <laughs> stand further back. What are you doing? Let's just frame this up. Closer together. You know, under other circumstances, you'd make a great couple. Oh well. Say cheese! You're moving too much. Quit spinning! This will make me rich and... He really was a wiener. Don't get me started. When Waltz is showing Hagen around his estate, I think it's kind of strange when they're... First of all, there's a weird bridge over the swimming pool. Then, it's an empty mansion. Why is there a bartender, like, ready at the pool? Yeah. You want something to drink? What is he doing there? Like, you have the day off. Yeah, there's no party going on here. No one's going to be here. Is he so rich that he can just have a bartender outside in case he's walking outside? I guess so. It's fucking crazy. That's the shit. I would take a job like that. <laughs> like, where I'm just a bartender. Like, you're probably going to have to make one drink today. Maybe two. Yeah, it's really like, nutty. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really true. If it's opening a beer, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's Anisette. Because every character in this movie is drinking Anisette. Anisette. Anisette is garbage. I almost stopped it's and terrible. got Anisette, but I hate Anisette. It's awful. That's why you hate it. It's like the black licorice. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, Don Corleone has just recovered from surgery, and he's like, give me a drop of Anisette before I hear about my son's death. What? Yeah, should you really be drinking right now? Just a quick, quick jump on a spot. Should, yeah, should I? Should you have alcohol? This is like when 
a period of time where like men just drank casually all the time. Whenever no, they wanted. No matter what situation. Like that TV show. Mad Men? Aren't they always just kind of drinking in their Constantly. office? Constantly. In fucking Mad Men, they don't even, it's never like, would you like a drink? There's no offer. It's just a guy walks into a room to talk to him. He walks up, pours two fucking cocktails yeah, and then what? hands them one and they just sit there and drink. There's never the question of, are you going to have a drink? You're going to have a fucking drink. <laughs> I missed that period of time. I think there's like one episode <laughs> where they're making a point where someone takes two drinks he brings it to the other guy. The other guy is like, no. And he's like, oh. What? And then he just takes the drink, pours it in his drink, and now has two <laughs> drinks in one drink. I mean, everyone is just. They're just drunk. There's the a period time. of time. Every decision made was drunk, smoking 10 million yeah. cigarettes. Period piece. Yeah. But cigarettes, there's no one that doesn't smoke cigarettes in the Godfather movies. Seriously. I mean, every, the women, the priest, the every, every single, in the hospital, everyone's having a cigarette it at was all times. just a thing people did. You don't know how to drink your whole generation. You drink for the wrong reasons. My generation, we drink because it's good. Because it feels better than unbuttoning your collar. Because we deserve it. We drink because it's what men do. I like at the end of the Waltz meeting, Tom walks off. <laughs> they stayed in there for a second. Waltz is like, check him out. <laughs> and the guy kind of looks at him, looks at Tom for a second, and then just goes off the same way <laughs> that he just went. And we're like... Like, was that an improv? The guy was like, I don't know what to do. Should I follow him? Should I walk <laughs> off? Should I stay? Well, come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? When uh, Vito gets gunned down in the street, <laughs> I don't know why it made me think immediately of the office. The, it's going to take more than a bullet to the lungs, brain, back, and balls <laughs> to take me down. Like, yeah, because they open fire on him. They seem to hit him many times. Yeah. Who are these hitmen? There's two <laughs> of them shooting. Talk about the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Yeah. You're lucky to be alive. That bullet went through every major organ in your body. Your brain, your lungs, your heart, your back, your balls. After Vito's been shot, they call Sonny. I have the same note. And he's like, oh, you got to you gotta be there 8.30. He's like, all right. And he writes. Right, it's on the wall, on the cabinet. On the what, cabinet. Why? First of all, it's 8.30. You couldn't remember that? <laughs> and there's paper directly to your left in the scene. Right. You can see the paper. Write it on the paper. Yeah. Why are you writing it on the wall? Obviously, there was a pencil right there for a reason. Uh, there must be paper I, in the room. I, I've always been stunned by it. I never <laughs> understood that. The writing on the wall. Tonight's 48 Hours Mystery. That's what I say. It's kind of funny how Sonny's like, why don't you call uh, Luca Brazzi? Try and get him on the phone. And then the, the fish comes in and, you know, Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes. And Michael hangs up the phone like, oh, fuck that. I guess I have nothing else to do here. No, no reason to keep calling here. The, yeah. face, the face he makes is like, oh, well, that's, that's that. <laughs> you start out with a little bit of oil and you fry some garlic. Then you throw in some tomatoes, some tomato paste. You fry it. You make sure it doesn't stick. You got it to a boil, you shove in all your sausage and your meatballs, and a little bit of wine, a little bit of sugar, and that's my trick. Why don't you cut the crap? I love you with all of my heart. If I don't see you soon, am I going to die? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Originally yeah. in the script, it said, you brown the sausage, and yeah. Coppola's like, a gangster would never say you brown the sausage. He'd say you fry the sausage. But you are literally browning it. He's putting too much sugar in, in the sauce. I always heard the sugar, you put a little pinch of sugar in there because it's supposed to help soak up some of the acid. My grandfather put raisins that's, in the sauce. That's crazy. And as a kid, it was like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? But yeah. like now I'm like, I feel like I would like that. Boy, if it isn't, it isn't a podcast if Scott doesn't mention some sort of recipe somewhere. <laughs> I got the recipe from the Ladies Home Journal. You see, it's got uh, raisins in it. 
You like raisins. When they have the meeting and, and Michael decides he's going to kill Salazzo, what's with all the sunny ass slapping? He's slapping everyone on the ass constantly. I guess he's excited <laughs> because they've just killed a Tatalia, but he's like, yeah. hey, Dominique, check out slap you on the ass. <laughs> I slap an ass. He's slapping Hagen on the ass. Michael on the ass. <laughs> Enough ass slapping. Maybe it's like, you know, baseball. You know, you score a home run. Like, yeah. hey, all right. Come on, man. Get you some. Come on. Let's get some slap ass over here. No! They're like, I want someone very good to plant that gun. They're like, Let's, it's just planting a gun. I mean, we could use a top guy on a more important thing, but <laughs> okay. We'll, t- we'll pull our top guy off of that assassination so you can plant that gun. The very bad guy would tape it on top of the toilet, next yeah. to the toilet, wherever, <laughs> next to the sink. Where anyone could just see it. Only our yeah. best guy would think to put it behind the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my brother coming out of that toilet with just his dick in his hands, all right? So they're sitting, and Michael's about to assassinate you know, Salazzo. How is it possible that McCluskey's veal comes so fast? He, like, orders it, and the veal is in front of him in the next scene. It's probably pounded so thin. <laughs> <laughs> it just fries up so nice. Salazzo's so like, quick. try the veal. It's great here. McCluskey's like, I will. Then it's there. <laughs> yeah. Try the veal. It's about to expire, and they're trying yeah, to get rid of it. it's not that good if you just brought it out in one second. Yeah, they made a tray, and it's just sitting back there. <laughs> I've got something for you. Merry Christmas. A choo-choo train? No, it's five pounds of veal. All right, so a couple of things about Sicily, okay? The wedding of Michael and Apollonia is like the saddest wedding. They're walking down the streets with that terrible music playing in the background. In every movie, there is an awful brass band just in the background of anything in Sicily. There's just a brass band playing like this dirge of sadness, like... Um, It's a terrible wedding. It's like New Orleans. Um, I have to say this, though. Why are Apollonia's tits so fucking crazy looking? You're like, damn, Apollonia's hot. I'm going to see some nudity here. Yeah. She drops down that shirt and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Ghost nipples. Yeah, really. seriously. And Michael, there's supposed to be this erotic love between the two of them. She's a virgin. He's been waiting all this time to finally fuck her. He's struck by the thunderbolt. He sees those tits and it's like, the fuck? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. I, I'd still hit it. I'd hit it too, but I wouldn't be happy about those titties. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> those nipples would still throw me off, Okay. And then the last thing I want to say about Sicily is that when Michael, when the explosion throws him back, it really just looks like he jumps backwards. I mean, he's very far from the car. It doesn't look like the shockwave has somehow blown him backwards. He strangely yeah. just throws his body backwards. It just looks weird. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like I've always been like, what the fuck is Michael so doing like, here? Just jump backwards. It's a matter of like in all these movies, people sort of catching on a second too slow. Like Sonny knows he's about to be assassinated, but. Just a little too late. Michael knows that Salato's betrayed him, but just too late for it to matter. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they get it, but it's just a little too late. Yeah. You know? No! No, I believe- Boy, talk about Freddy having no idea how to read the room. He's like, I got bitches here. I got a band here. Michael's like, get everyone out of here. Yeah, are you in your fucking mind? <laughs> We're having a meeting, dick. <laughs> We're talking business? That's the thing is clearly Fredo never wanted to be part of the family business. Yeah. He wants to just go and have a good time. In the book, he's described as like a mama's boy, that he was just liked being around his mother, that like cooking and shit. Like he was never yeah. into the family business. So right. you see, you know, the result of that. I mean, he was mainly sent to Vegas to hide out so he didn't yeah. get killed, right? That was the whole idea. Yeah. 
like Mo Green has a line. Uh, I made my bones when you were dating cheerleaders. This is weird. I uh, I never dated cheerleaders. I mean, look at me. I I'm Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I dated cheerleaders. When I think of asses, woman's ass, something comes out of me. I like how when they have that big meeting, like you know Michael and the Godfather in the in the garden, and that mm. big deep scene. The Godfather's like eh, drinking more than I used to, and, and Michael's like, "It's good for you, Pop." No, it, it's not good for you. No, you're a dying man. You shouldn't be <laughs> drinking all the time. I mean, this is the '40s. Maybe they did think it was good for them. <laughs> I mean, I've heard you know a glass of wine a day is good for the antioxidants or whatever, but I've also heard antioxidants are bullshit. <laughs> It's good for you, Pop. Yes. No. It's good. Let me pour you another glass. Just keep drinking, okay? <laughs> Just keep drinking this. I don't know. I don't feel so good. <laughs> it's okay, Pop. Just keep drinking. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marlon Brando dies, right? And the little kid is, like, still playing with him. He's laying there. Why don't you get it, kid? He's dead. <laughs> get it. Like, you're playing with a dead man. That's what I wondered. You said that scene was uh, improvised. It was. All, completely. Did the kid know? I don't think he did. I think that little kid just like just acted like a little kid, like ho oh, ho shit. I think he, uh, something's really wrong yeah. with him, and I don't know what's happening. Like his reaction when um, Brando puts in the scary the the teeth and yeah. everything is is a genuine <laughs> reaction. You can see like Brando being like, "Oh, my funny way of relating to kids is uh, cut an orange, make a monster face. That's how I relate to kids." Yeah, you're you're demented, Brando. <laughs> Scare the shit out of you. That's yeah, how you're, you don't know how we'll to get re- closer. This you way, don't know right? how to relate to kids. Your son murdered your daughter's boyfriend. I'm pretty sure you're not a good father. <laughs> you do not remember me. I am Jorel. I'm your father. Why do they have to breathe on the baby? Huh. During the, the it's like ha huh, ha. Huh. Huh. I don't know. You're Catholic. I'm not. I, my guess would be. The Holy Spirit? You tell me. I mean, it was all in Italian or, or, or Latin. How do you not know your own religion, Scott? I, I never went. <laughs> Didn't you go to catechism? Yeah, I Is went that to, not covered in I catechism? I went to CCD, and then I went to Catholic high school where I studied theology for four years. But <laughs> no, I have no idea. The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! When they garrot Carlo Rizzi, would his legs really jump up, go through the window, kick through the window, break through the whole windshield like that? No. I mean, that was ridiculous. That's every time I'm like, oh, well, this was poorly planned. Like, why didn't you wait till he was off the property before you uh, right? tried to choke him to death? If he was going to be kicking through the fucking window and stuff. Really? Like, how many times have you done this? This has never happened before. Meanwhile, Puzo seems to be obsessed with the idea that when people die, they shit their pants. So he mentions both when Luca Brazzi is killed and when Johnny Russo is killed that they shit themselves. It's like, oh, Clemenza had to open the window to get the stink out. (laughs) I mean, I guess you do shit yourself. I do. Often. What? Not Um, not you, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah, I need the bathroom. Ah. I crap myself. Uh, I can't believe that I crap myself. When Connie runs back in to yell at Michael about killing her husband, she's all pushing the movers out of the way angrily. Yeah. They're like, what the? Who is? What, what, did, what did we do? You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Godfather 2. It's weird that we have those titles, like title cards right at the beginning explaining... I, I don't I don't think it's necessary at all, because even if like you saw that and went, who was that kid? I mean, she has the whole conversation after right. where she tells like, oh, this is my son, Vito. And, you know, this and that. And, like, 
I think eventually the audience would have gotten it. Like, Another terrible brass band at the funeral that just sounds awful. Yeah. I don't want to die that way. Scott, if I die, please don't let an awful brass band just play me to my maybe, grave. Maybe the idea is to make you feel worse. I you think know? so. The drummer doesn't even drop his big drum. They're shooting, and he's like running towards the camera, carrying a big bass drum. Well, drop probably, the drum. I think it's strapped to him. <laughs> it might, it might that be. might have been the problem. Do you want to clean the blood off my drum set? When uh, Vito's mom is trying to convince her, like, you've already taken my other son and my husband and don't kill my boy. He, he'll he never go for revenge. He's dim-witted. He's weak. It's just like, mom, I'm, I'm right here, okay? Can you, not, <laughs> can you not disparage me in front of the guy who killed my father <laughs> and my brother? And how am I about to escape? I just kind of ran to the side. Yeah. Grown men are chasing me. How did I get away? Yeah. How did I get on this boat? <laughs> Where am I? Who's this tall lady in the harbor? Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Wonder what? Whether she's naked under that toga. She's French. You know that. At the uh, the big party, Pat Geary, the senator, is like, we rarely see Nevada enough. Aren't you the senator of Nevada? How do you not see Nevada enough? Where, yeah. where are you? Yeah. You should take a look at Nevada once in a while <laughs> as the senator. Let's cut out the bullshit. I don't want to spend any more time here than I have to. Michael's son makes that picture for him. That's before... exactly what I was just going to say. And he's like, do you like it? Yes or no? Check off no. No, I don't like your fucking <laughs> yeah. picture. That's what I was waiting for. He like looked at it and just goes, do you see this? Mm. And he goes like he's about to mark it. I was waiting for just, no. No. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Yeah. Why give him the option? What is this picture? <laughs> and in three, he brings the picture back. And he never marked whether he yeah. liked it or not. You, he, <laughs> Anthony should have been like, did you like it? You <laughs> can, never. Can I get a fucking answer here? Uh, come, I've been waiting my whole life for it's this. It's been years. <laughs> here I am, this little kid, and I can't stop drawing dicks to save my own life. So De Niro plays Vito pre-mole removal. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Like how the wife is like, oh, what a nice pair. What are you going to cut up that pair and give it to the whole family? I mean, it's a pair. I mean, I don't <laughs> care how poor you are. It's a pair. Yeah. What a nice pair. So nice. I got a pair for you, bitch. What else have you not done, bro? Uh, never eaten a pear. What? How is that possible? Seriously? Pears weird me out, dude. Where do you start with the pear? The top? The bottom? It's like. What do you mean, where do you start? You just bite into it. It's a fruit. During the Geary setup, when, you know, Pat Geary is set up to kill that prostitute. Yeah. It's kind of a funny little moment where, like, Hagen is talking to him and, and Al Neary's kind of by the door. And Hagen gives him a look like, oh, come on, man. Get, get out of here. Give the guy some dignity. You know, like, there's a little, there's yeah. a weird little look there. I just always thought it was kind of funny. Like, Hagen's like, come on, get out of here. Come on, Al. Please. Get, seriously. Al's like, look, I had to kill this prostitute. I mean... <laughs> you know what people have had to kill? <laughs> You're my lawyer, so I think you should know I've killed a lot of people. Uh, yeah, Hyman Roth, uh, as you said, is sort of a Meyer Lansky stand-in. Yeah, and he even for sure. references uh, Arnold Rothstein yep. uh, fixing the, the series. Which is, which is what really happened. Right, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was like a bit of a mentor to Lansky, too. Or yes, Rothstein. he was. He was a mentor to Lucky Luciano, too. He was yeah. like one of the first real mobsters. Yeah, yeah. Wound up being killed because of a gambling debt. There's also a, oh, there's also a character in, well, I mean, he, Arnold Rothstein's a character on Boardwalk Empire, and he's great. There's a character in um, The Great Gatsby. Oh. There's a Jewish gangster that he meets, like, in passing when he's at, like, one of these event right. type things. 
and they talk about how he's got like human teeth as cufflinks, and they mention that he may have fixed the series and all stuff. All right, so that's legendary. But he's clearly supposed to be Arnold Rothstein. Arnold Rothstein. Yeah. I have enough problems already. Yes, I've seen the newspapers. And you know I'm about to be indicted for fixing the World Series. So pay someone off. There's the rub. Though I'm quite well known in Chicago, I'm decidedly not well liked there. Let's not kid ourselves. When they serve the cake for Hyman's birthday at the big meeting of the mobsters, How's everyone going to get a slice of that cake? It's a, it's a tiny cake. Yeah. He's like, oh, the slice is too big. Give me a smaller slice. I already cut this slice. Okay? <laughs> not Wait, everyone, you want to cut it in half? There's like 35 people here. No one, Not everyone's going to get a slice of this tiny cake. <laughs> get, make a bigger cake. Yeah. I thought you had money. Really? Liar. Where's Nazarene the baker? Get a bigger cake. <laughs> get a big, sexy cake that you can have sex with. In Cuba, you can't get a big cake? I've been to Cuba. They yeah. got cake there. They like cake. They'll eat cake. Who doesn't like cake? I love cake. I was like, after that too, he's like, let's go inside and talk. And then he goes inside just so he could like take his shirt off, basically. And he's just lounging on the couch, no shirt. Yeah, it, big hairy, gray, hairy chest. <laughs> yeah. Mirroring almost Sonny's hairy shoulders. Everyone's hairy. If you take off your shirt in a Godfather movie, you're a hairy motherfucker. Italians, you know? Yeah, but this guy's a Jew. Jews, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Take off your shirt. Okay. Oh, we're gonna need more wax! Meanwhile, they present Senator Geary when he comes to Cuba as, like, such a rube. He's like, I'd like one of those red-headed Yolandas. Come on already, man. Yeah, we, we all <laughs> see what you're doing, pal. We all see what you're doing. Didn't you just kill a whore five minutes ago? Yeah. I, should you even be saying that? <laughs> And how did Johnny Ola find this Cuban big dick show, this giant dick live porno show? What is this? I'm sure I'm sure they see, you know, people from out of town and they're like, oh, you know, you got to see. You got to see the guy with the big dick. He straps a woman to a, a stake and smacks her with his big dick. <laughs> I went to that, Cuba. That was not an excursion that was planned from the cruise ship. Well, Cuba's different now. Caribbean's fabulous. Every island has its own personality, its own flavor. So after Fredo blows his cover, he tells Fredo that I know, you yeah. know, I, I knew it was you. Famous kiss of death. Yeah. And then after that is trying to convince Fredo to come with him. Yeah. And Fredo obviously runs away. And I just like, ah, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have told him that I should have waited on that. I'm still should've your brother. Waited. Yeah. You're going to kill me. Yeah. For sure. He knows. Like, that just seemed like very bad planning on Michael's part. Like, and, he should have waited to say Fredo's that in the car. So dumb. He's kind of like looking around like, where do I go now? What? What? Do, where do I run? Where do I go? What do I do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do all day while you're at school? I don't know. What do you normally do when I'm gone? Wait for you to get back. So we get back to the to America. He talks to Hagen, and Hagen's like, "Oh, Kay had a miscarriage, right?" And he's like, "Was it a boy? Can't you answer me? Can't you tell me anything yeah. anymore?" And Hagen's like, "What? You want to know whether the the fetus was a boy?" Yeah. He gives him a look like, "What are you talking about, Michael? <laughs> I didn't know the sex of your child. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know the details. I yeah, I don't know what it was, man." <laughs> Let me just do an amniocentesis real quick, and I'll let you know. Are you fucking kidding me, Michael? I'm a lawyer. Yeah, uh, you know. Was it a boy? Mike, you have three and a half months. Now, can't you give me a straight answer anymore? Was it a boy? I really don't know. So we had the flashback of uh, young Vito, De Niro, killing Finucci. Yeah. And <laughs> I just think it's the best reaction to being shot. He gets shot 
and he just grabs and like tears his vest open. Yeah, why is he doing that? Like immediately, the thing I thought was like, oh, if I can just get to the bullet fast enough, maybe <laughs> yeah. it won't enter my heart. Like, <laughs> like he was gonna do some sort of surgery on himself and yeah. pull it out real quick. Yeah, that's really a kind of a strange reaction. It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the wacky doctor. I like how Geary during the Senate hearing is like, all right. Some of my best friends are Italian. Yeah. Like, it's this whole, gosh darn, I love them Italians. Yeah, I mean, Let it's me really like the modern-day version of, I've got some black friends. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's really laying it on thick. And he's like, I've got to leave now, because I don't want to say anything bad about the Italian people. Yeah. Everyone's looking at him like, seriously. Yeah, even the fucking, like, all of them are looking at him like, are you, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, <laughs> you're making it really obvious that we helped you in some way. <laughs> and Michael's like, I served... Uh, in the military, his long speech and everything. And the senators are like, okay, we don't give a shit. <laughs> all right, and we'll see you at 10 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> really, that's what it's like. I'm sure we're all quite impressed, Mr. Corleone, particularly with your love for our country. And then when Fredo, when he has the whole conversation with Fredo, you know, the whole, you know, you're nothing to me now, Fredo. Yeah. That's Fredo's famous, like, I'm smart. I'm not like, every, like everyone says. Yeah. It's like everyone says. <laughs> you're not smart. <laughs> It's not what I wanted. Yeah. I mean, that's a great scene for Fredo. It really is a strong scene, but... I th it must have been in the middle of this scene that this dawned on me. But uh, they mentioned earlier in the flashback, uh, poor little Fredo, he's got pneumonia, and he's, like, not feeling good as a baby or whatever. And for some reason, I was like, do you think having pneumonia as a baby, like, messed him up? <laughs> like, it made him not smart? They do some cupping on him where they, like, light a fire and put a cup over it. Like, they, they do some old yeah. school. Why don't you put a leech on his forehead for fuck's sake? Yeah. Fucking rudimentary Sicilian. I've always taken care of you, Fredo. Taken care of me? You're my kid brother and you take care of me? I'm your older brother, Mike, and I was stepped over. Yeah, love, you know, uh, so Pantangeli's supposed to uh, be testifying, and they bring his brother in, and suddenly he doesn't testify. Right. And he's doing all this, this like, backpedaling of, <laughs> no, no, what I meant was we were in the olive oil business together. <laughs> this is what I meant. I didn't mean... Godfather, what? No, I didn't say Godfather. You said Godfather. Like it was all a goof. I was just goofing around. He's like holding his like, hand in the air needlessly. He's like, hey, yeah. uh, what? Like as if just like, no, see, it was this, and they'd go, oh, okay. And the senators are like, are you I fucking see. serious? Yeah. The whole point of this is your testimony, you idiot. Yeah. I was just bullshitting, and you know this. Man! So we get to the scene where, you know, Kay is taking the kids and leaving, and she's very gently trying to explain it to him, and it's just not like, she keeps like, you're not getting it, Michael. You're not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> he's really obtuse Michael, there. Yeah. Like, thing, there's a whole subtext going on where he's like, miscarriage, miscarriage, and she knows it's an abortion. She's like, I'm going to let you go on sounding stupid about the miscarriage I didn't have so I can drop this abortion action on you. Yeah. Like, she really plays him out a little bit. I actually started to wonder, that was the first time watching this, I was like, did she make up the miscarriage, or did Tom Hagen make up the miscarriage? And it seems like Tom Hagen didn't know. I think he really, he thought it was a miscarriage. I think she told Cause him. Because it almost seemed like she almost had a look of, for some reason, I thought she had a look of almost surprise that he kept saying uh, no, miscarriage. She's, like, she's you like, you really are blind, Michael. So I yeah. think she really, she doesn't know. Yeah, and you see. But I thought that could also be a reference to like you can't even see when your own guys 
are trying to spare you the pain, okay. you know, like I that get, sort of maybe, thing too. Maybe, and that's me reading into but it. No, that's but, a powerful scene because you see yeah. Michael's face go from go to like pure hatred. With his fucking like, like eyes, yeah. and like you can see his like eyelids and his face trembling. Yep. And yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's yeah. an awesome piece of acting. Zero to psycho. And, and again, this is where you really fucking see Michael crumbling. Like this was like a huge thing for yeah, him, you know? yeah, yeah. There would be no way, Michael. No way you could ever forgive me. So we get our last, I think it's our last, it's uh, last flashback, flashback to Sicily, and we finally see Vito get revenge on the guy who killed his family, and he does that fucking that stab it's and awesome. tear across him, and awesome. like it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was my note that it was. Awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, but like every time you see it, you're just like the fuck because at first it's, it kind of comes like you know it's coming. Like he was like, oh, he's like, come closer, closer. Antonio this is for you. Like, and he yeah. just the stab, and then when you finally see what Runs he just it did, up his like, chest. Oh, oh my god! And then there's there's two weird gestures that De Niro makes. He wipes his hand off, and then it looks like he almost mushes his face as he walks away. Like he wipes the blood off Man. his hand, then he kind of mushes his face. Like, yeah. fuck you, yeah, dickhead. Fuck you. Like that last <laughs> little, like the last little kick. The yeah. uh, you know, offer me money. Yes. Power to promise me that. All that I have and more. Please offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. So I like at the funeral, you know, Fredo's asking about seeing Michael. He's like, sorry, Fredo, no chance. Like, you can't see Michael. And then fucking Talia Shire comes. I was like, "Can I see him?" He's like, "Yeah, he's in the boathouse." <laughs> like immediately, and I'm like, well, "Why would you say that in front of Fredo? You know he's gonna go out to the boathouse and try to talk to him, don't you think?" Like, and then when she gets to the boathouse, Michael is sitting in the dark, and his two children are just kind of sitting in the dark with him, just quietly sitting in the yeah. dark. I did like uh, what? I did. Do they even? I don't think they revealed the kids are there until like, like oh shit, the kids. What are here. the kids like, doing? Since yeah. when are two children that young just happily sitting quietly in a dark room with their father? All right, kids, go. <laughs> yeah. Again, and I said to myself, Connie, where have you been for this whole movie? How did you get nominated for an Academy Award? This is the second scene you're really in. Yeah. And it's like, all right. It's a you know a very emotional conversation. Freddie's so lost without you. Da da da. And he's like, well, he tried to have me killed. Yeah. I, you Fuck know. him. Like, that's how I keep, like, the entire time I'm like, I get it. Fredo is, like, he, you know, John Gazelle makes him a very sympathetic character. Yeah. But on a base level, on a moviegoer level, you're like, but he fucking, he went against the family. The idea is he's he's in over his head. It's almost like he was scammed by Hyman Roth. He said that you were being tough on the negotiations. But if they could get a little help and close the deal fast, it would be good for the family. You believe that story? Okay, so we get to the whole scene where, you know, Michael is completely a dark figure now. He's lost everything. He's planning killings of people he doesn't even really need to kill, including his brother. And he's eating an orange. He seems to have taken a bite into one part of the orange, not peeled it, and is just sucking on the one little part of the orange. (laughs) There's never been a person that's eaten an orange that way. I mean, it's insane. The whole orange? Scott. He he's got the whole orange. He's he's bitten into one part of the orange, revealing the flesh underneath. Well, he's just fucking like the old Tropicana commercial. Stick a straw in. Yeah, really. We're gonna suck the juice from that one part. It it looks insane. Yeah, it really looks insane. And he's yeah. saying, "I'm Hagen." He's like, "Take your mistress and your wife." It's Hagen's like, "Hey, hey, 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 
I'm just, I'm trying to help you here. Take it, you're spitting orange all over me. <laughs> Seriously, is that a seed that just came out of your mouth? What's going on oh, here? There's pulp in my eye. Whoa, Robert Loja. Billy, your mother's right. A minute made orange tangerine taste great. And then we get the flashback, of course. I like during the flashback, Sonny's like, go show Carlo the tree. Well, okay. <laughs> go show Carlo the tree. Here's the tree. <laughs> well, like we decorated like, it. If it wasn't Christmas, and just took him outside <laughs> and showed him a tree. Like, <laughs> that's the tree. It's it's near our house. Um, it's I mean, very big. And that's a whatever scene. That's again Michael tr- like remembering the good old days. I do like that scene because you get like the row of people who are no longer alive. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking even Tessia walks in yeah. next to them like. It's literally like fucking the end of Star Wars, the end of Return of Jedi, where you have Yoda and Obi-Wan and the ghosts all yeah. in a row. Like, it's just this, like, total lineup of, yeah, you killed all of us. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. The Godfather 3, by far the weakest of the three movies. I yes. think everyone can agree to that. Yes. And now we're full old Pacino. He's rough-voiced and yelling. The acting styles change completely. I'm not saying that it's bad, but yeah. it's just different now. We've got George Hamilton replacing Tom Hagen, that's a trilogy superstar, from two movies. The Happy Hooker, and he's a cameo <laughs> in Crocodile Dundee 3, which we'll be talking about later this year. Yes. Don Novello, Father Guido Sarducci, is playing it straight as Michael's helper. Oh. During this. You might have recognized this face. I know Father Guido Sarducci, yeah. of course. Bridget Fonda is in this movie. This is the only movie where little kind of cameos pop up of actors we might know, because it's more contemporary. So it's worth mentioning. And this is a little interesting. The two guys that attack Andy Garcia in his house, you know, he he kills them both. Yeah. Right. Both are trilogy superstars and both are famous. What? The one guy, Rick Alvarez, is the bad guy that kills Patrick Swayze in Ghost. Oh, yeah. He died of AIDS, actually, and he was in Cannonball Run. Oh, wow. And this one, this is crazy. The other guy, he's like, you better cut her throat, man. Cut her throat. His name is Michael Bowen. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 3, but he was also the skinhead in Breaking Bad, the main skinhead that's killed at the end. Oh, no shit. He's also Buck in Kill Bill. My name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. He's done some big movies. He's a Tarantino guy. But he's always a skeezy fuck. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Your name is Buck, right? And you came here to fuck, right? Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> now, we have to mention, Sofia Coppola, boy, she just cannot deliver a line. I mean, you can tell she's not an actress. It seems to me that the only piece of direction her father gave her in this movie is every time you say, hey, cuz, make it sound like, let's fuck. <laughs> I, I really I really want to feel the audience feel like their skin is crawling off of their bodies. Yeah. If you could make that happen, that would be great. Oh, perfect. You nailed it. She says, hey, cuz, and it sounds like a porno is about to start. I mean, nailed it. I mean every, hey, cuz. every line like, is totally slight. There's no weight behind any line. It's like a teenager just saying anything to anyone. She's got that sneering lip. Jesus. Stop sneering at everyone all the time. <laughs> Please. It's, it's easy for us to jump on the thing that everyone hated about the movie, but it was justified. She's awful. She's bad. And she really is a center point to the film, an emotional center point. And she she fails. That's a major mistake. She fails tremendously. Yeah. To the point where I hated the movie Lost in Translation. She's the director. She's not even in the movie. I hate it because of this movie. <laughs> you haven't kissed me hello yet. Relatives always kiss. Oh, no, we're related. 
I'm your little cousin. Like in the beginning, too, they're looking for Mary, and she's off making time with her cousin. Yeah, it's fucking Talia Shire, like, can we hail Mary? Can somebody please hail Mary? And I was waiting for Michael Turner, hey, that's not cool. That's how Fredo died. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Kay rolls in during this event, and every line Kay says is like an angry line that's referencing the past. There's no casual line to Michael at all. She's like, Tony knows you killed Fredo. I dread you. You were my nightmare. Haven't you had 25 years to say this? Why are you saying all this right now? Yeah, I especially like it, too, because it's like, he, he'll be like, you hate me. And she's like, no, I dread you. Like, I'm trying to protect you from horrors. You became my horror. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like anything I say, you're just going to throw back in my face. So exactly. why don't we just stop having the conversation? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's dressed ridiculously in a series of bla- men's blazers. She's wearing a blazer with tails in the back of it. What, what's going on here? I spent my life protecting my family. Let's be reasonable, okay? That's your big thing, isn't it, Michael? Reason. Backed up by murder. Uh, Sophia Coppola, again, going up to do the speech. And she's like, well, as you can tell, like my dad, I really love speech making. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And then she starts and just slurs the next four yeah, words. Like, she can't even say Sophia it. Carleone Foundation. Can't say the Italian parts like, at all. Yeah. Can't really, you know. She's speaking English and she's slurring those words. Yeah, she's awful. And you really shouldn't mumble because it's kind of starting to bum me out. Don Altabella rolls in. He's like, I want to be a part of your foundation. Here's a check for $1 million. Michael's like, I, I just gave $100 million. What are you <laughs> I know. What like, are you trying to do? Like, oh, a million. Oh, oh so great. generous. Always oh, so generous. We're so impressed by your fist cane. What yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> One million dollars. When uh, Vincent takes Bridget Fonda back to his place yeah. right before, she, you know, she hears something in the kitchen. She's like, do you have a cat? And he looks and he's like, hey, why don't you uh, go get me a glass of water or something? She's like, I guess I'll go. I can't believe I'm doing this. She's like bitching about it like, I can't believe I have to go get him a glass of water. Like, 15 seconds ago, you made him tell you that he loves you. Yeah, get him some water. That may be one of the best scenes in the movie, though, that whole scene. In fact, there's a little minor little bit that's hard to see where on his mirror, he's got a picture of his father, an old picture of Sonny, on the mirror behind him. It's pretty cool. Yeah. The mirror that he splatters the blood of that guy's neck upon five seconds later. Right. It actually reminded me a bit of the untouchable scene. They've had the shootout and they've got the the guy and they're trying yeah. to and he's like, "Ah, go screw. I'm not going to tell you anything." And like all this stuff and uh Sean Connery goes outside. The whole thing the whole with the body. And there's the dead body there and he picks up the guy and like, "You come to with a gun in your mouth." Andy Garcia does a lot of just repeating what other people say and like, you know, uh, I hear, you know, you had some trouble. I had some trouble. You know, he had some trouble. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, oh, I was You're being right. unreasonable. He was the one being unreasonable. You're right. He does do that through the whole movie. Yeah. He's, you know, Zaza's going to send you a message. Zaza's going to send me a message. I mean, to the point where Michael's like, will yeah. you just shut up? <laughs> yeah. What's the trouble between you and Mr. Joe Zaza? Just trouble. I'll take care of it. It's foolish of you. Foolish of me? He's a little foolish of this guy, don't you think? You got the hit in AC. It's my lucky coat. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> There's a lot of really funny random humor in these movies. But that's what about that was actually one of the funniest things I think of the entire trilogy. I agree. And right after that, you got the famous "Just when I thought I was out," and then he has a diabetic attack immediately after that. 
Pacino's also, uh, for some reason, in this scene, dressed as Mr. Rogers. <laughs> that little red sweater. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm angry. And I can tell you why. The reason I am angry is... It was not what I wanted! We see uh, Scorsese's mom. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do on the street there. I thought that was a nice little... Adorable. Little crossover of mob movies influencing each other. Shut up, you're always talking. When Vincent and Sofia Coppola get together, Mary get together, you have um, gnocchi making as foreplay. Yeah. I wanted to throw up. We're just showing you how to cook. You take the dough and roll it one tiny time and push it to the side. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Why are you struggling with In this? In fact, I really don't need help doing this. <laughs> so if you want to get the fuck out of here. Why does it look like she brought her, like all her Girl Scout badges on her shirt? You see that? She had, like, Dude, like, the... she, I said to Amy, I was like, what is that top? She's like, that's very 90s with many buttons and yeah. there's like eight. They look eight, like medals. Like, and eight metal things holding her shirt Like she's together. a four-star general it's or very, something. It's very like, weird. I noticed What the that hell too. are you wearing? <laughs> I noticed that too. There was a critic that was like, it seems like he's her babysitter. For most of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really. That's what I mean. It's like, she'd be like, hey, cuz. And he's like, hey, cuz. He's like embarrassed. <laughs> he's like embarrassed. He's like, hey. It seems like the whole time Vincent's thing is like, look, if you push me hard enough, I'm totally going to fuck you. <laughs> but I kind of don't want to do that. Exactly. Like... <laughs> it's true. Uh oh. All right. We get to the hit on Joey Zaza, right? And there's a really funny, there's a couple of funny moments during that hit. The one is Joey Zaz is like talking to the press or whatever, and he's, he eats a, a sausage sandwich, and he's like, here, have this. And he, he just hands the half-eaten sandwich to someone. Enjoy a sandwich. It's like, I don't want your half-eaten sandwich. What is this? <laughs> Meanwhile, you got the kid sitting on the car, and he's like, fuck you and your ass, Joey Zaza, and he's scraping the car. Yeah. They're doing nothing. Five seconds before they're ready to kill a kid because the soccer ball hit Joey Zaza. No one's reacting to this guy mutilating the prize car. Just standing there. Yeah, they're just standing there. Hey, what are we supposed to do like, here? All right, it's all right. It's Who all is right, this kid? Right. What are we doing here? I'm still mad about that soccer ball. Let's go get that <laughs> Let's kid. Let's go get the soccer ball, kid. I have been treated this day with no respect. When Michael's son tells him that I'm, I'm going to go become a singer, does he specifically state opera singer at the beginning? Because I don't think he really does. He's, I don't know. She just says music. He loves music. Yeah. He wants, wants music to be his life. It's not like he's starting a fucking rock band. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's very like specific, and right. there's a path with which to do that. Right. It's, it's like, like a real... Well, if it's opera, you must really like opera. And like, you must be really good if you can do that. Right. He must have known that the kid's been training for years to be an opera singer. You don't just wake up and be like, I'm an opera singer right. now. Like, yeah. it takes much training and skill. Yeah. <laughs> you just wake up one morning yawning. Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, that's not how it works. It's also like, you know, if, if you're not going to be in the family business, as you know, at least you're doing something extremely Italian, you know, <laughs> yeah, really. by singing opera. on opening day, just as good as regular play. your hot dog, drink your soda, look at your stuff, every My first note about Sicily is... Nice to see Sicily hasn't changed at all since the other movies. <laughs> I mean, the same people are there yeah. doing the same things. Yep. There are brass bands everywhere. Yeah. Michael loves to tell people that he's about to be assassinated. He loves to use that word. He's like, about to be assassinated. He, he builds it up in, every, in, in, the, in this second movie and the third movie. He's like, this will happen, this will happen, and then I'll be assassinated. <laughs> In an hour and a half, <laughs> I'm going to eat a sandwich. 
After I eat that sandwich, I'm going to wipe my mouth. Then I'm going to step outside, get into a car, and go home. At which point I will be assassinated. Exactly. <laughs> like, I just wrote, Kay can't let it go. Enjoy Sicily. Yeah, you're in Italy. His tour of Sicily with her is like, check out this puppet show. It completely mirrors what's going on in the plot of the movie. Cousins that are sleeping together, and one is killed. Even, yeah, I know. <laughs> Even uh, him saying, like, oh, let me show you the real Sicily. I hope you understand the family history. And she's like, yeah, I think I understand plenty. And, like, yeah. walks away. Murder. <laughs> and he has this look on his face. He's like, geez, I, I don't think this marriage is going to work out. <laughs> you are all that I loved, valued most in the world. And now I'm losing it. I lost you anyway. You're gone. And it was all for nothing. He has the meeting with uh, Cardinal Lamberto. Get the orange juice ready. I sense that Michael will have a problem. That OJ was close by. I mean, he's like, I need some orange juice or candy. I mean, one minute later, there's a pitcher full of orange juice. I'd understand the candy. Like, maybe he just ran in like, well, I went in here and we just had a little thing of candy. But a pitcher of orange juice in the middle of Sicily? Just had it, ready to go. Yeah. No yeah. problem. <laughs> During that part when he's confessing, he's like, I killed my brother. I killed my old brother. And I was waiting for it to be like, look, uh, I actually met Fredo, and uh, it's a real no big loss. So <laughs> say hell, Mary, and uh, you're absolved. Uh, Fredo, uh, he's got a good heart, but he's weak and he's stupid. He has the guy do the donkey for yeah. him. He's like, do do the donkey for me. Do the, just this awful, like, gr- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, like, I just waited for the guy to go, isn't that a so off-putting? <laughs> Don't you hate that? What we like to do is we like to have him make that sound right before he kills someone so they know he's about to kill them. <laughs> so they can feel real stupid to so be they killed can feel by the donkey. So they stupid and then die. A donkey just to kill me. Uh... When Vincent becomes the godfather, you now call yourself Vincent Corleone. You mean I gotta I gotta change my license, all my cards? What uh, I'm not I gotta got, do that. I got all my cards under Mancini, so you're telling me I gotta change my everything? What I uh What you I, mean like a stage name? Do I you gotta want go to, to like the DMV. Yeah, I gotta or... change everything. What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> I love Connie watching Eli Wallach eat that fucking cannoli the yeah. whole time with her little opera glasses. It's in my head every time she cuts to just Yeah, yeah, eat it, you eat, old bitch. Eat, the cannoli. eat it, you fat old bitch. <laughs> you eat every bit of that fucking cannoli. <laughs> just waiting for Eli Wallach to look up like why is she looking at me like that? <laughs> like, cannoli have in his mouth. Like, what? This is starting to weird me out. And those killings are pretty good, but I'm not sure that Kahlo's killing of Lucchese with the glasses would ever work. It's a big gamble. Well, I mean, it's a crazy gamble. Yeah. So he, he grabs his glasses and he rip, he snaps the just the handle off no, and stabs he it doesn't even he doesn't even snap anything. He grabs the glasses, folds them, then uses the corner of the glasses and jabs him through the neck with him. That's mm. not even really sharp. I mean, it's there's kind of a sharp edge there, but to drive into someone's neck and fucking kill them there, yeah. it would never work. Yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be like a pencil, and Coppola's like, let's make it stupider. Yeah, again. There Especially was, you're in a room with two guys who are about to, who will shoot you to death. They've already of, shot him. They yeah. shot him once when he's doing it. Yeah. So, there is one moment, I think it's Neary, is uh, on the train or whatever, and he's got like the tin of candies. Candy. 
and he like takes he's like eats a candy and then picks up the thing underneath as a gun with right. all the bullets. But I was really waiting for him to take another layer off, and underneath there was gonna be like sewing stuff. Because like that's it made me think of like those Danish cookie tins you get around yeah, Christmas. Those blue. And I feel like you know everybody puts their fucking sewing equipment. Right. At least my mother always put her sewing equipment <laughs> in those fucking little tins. So it was always like, oh boy, cookies. Oh, needles. Jesus. <laughs> Bobbins. Is that a thread? Is that a red pin cushion? Come yeah, on. Yeah. It's shaped like a tomato for <laughs> yeah, some yeah, what, reason. What, is that the only way they make those pin cushions. <laughs> No, like, why did you have to put a little green piece on top? Just make it a red cushion. I'm the old pin cushion man, terror of balloony land. They're like, we just found out someone's going to try to assassinate the Pope. Right. And like, he's like, oh, the Pope has powerful friends. We may not be able to stop them in time. All right, let's go back to the opera. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. What? He's like, let's not even really try. <laughs> I know. Like, like, We're probably not going to be able to do anything, so fuck it. The richest man is the one with the most powerful friends. All right. So it's critical whenever we do a podcast, Scotty, that we send Phil an assignment. Of course. Okay. He is our field correspondent, so I think we need to send him somewhere important today and give him a really important job. You had an idea for him, right? Yeah, I had a little something cooked up, but yeah, yeah I sent him out, so... Uh, I think it'll almost be a vacation for him. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, so let's see what Phil brings us this time around. Hey, folks. Phil here, your field correspondent for the Trilogy Podcast. In honor of the Godfather Trilogy, I'm heading to the namesake village of Don Vito himself, Corleone, Italy. I've just stepped off the plane and I'm headed to my rental car. Vin and Scott set the car up and they said I'd be in for a hell of a surprise. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. Oh my god. Is that a... Oh, Madonna Mia, it's a Lamborghini. Oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, this is a classy move, guys. Uh, grazie mille, amici. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, the, the brochure almost said... Huh. Well, keep your friends close. Enemies closer. Yeah. All right, Scott. Well, how do you feel at the end of the day? I mean, obviously, the first two movies are great. The first one, more originality, I think, is maybe slightly better than the second one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the second one, you get De Niro, and that's fantastic. The third one is a poopy. Um, no matter how many ways they polish the turd, it's still a fucking turd. It's, mm. it's just not that good. But it's honestly not as bad as I just made it <laughs> sound. Jeez. I feel like it's easy to shit on the movie because it's the worst of the three. And you're comparing it to two classics. Really good movies that are hard to really, I mean, we just showed it's hard to even really criticize them all that much. Right. We, especially we, many, we tried, but especially many years later. Too. Right. So I would say, I would, I guess, I don't know if I want to call it a success. If you don't trilogy. say successful, I'm going to smack you in the face. I guess I would have to say it's a successful trilogy because I don't want to get smacked in the face. Dare you? Um, so I will. I'm going to give it the classic one, two, three. Okay, straight down the line. I'm going to go the same direction. This is an easy one for me. Uh, the first movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. All right, and I really love the second one and the third one. Yeah, it doesn't measure up, but it's still a good movie. But it's good based on the fact that we know and love these characters from the first two movies. Right. So, I mean, how does it stand up by itself? It doesn't. I mean, it's quintessentially a trilogy, a third movie in a trilogy. You're never going to watch it randomly. You can't. You can watch any of the two randomly. You can't. But it, 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 you know what? There are certainly enough good parts in it and enough great pieces of acting that I still consider it a good movie. All right? Yeah. So I'm going to go one, two, three, without a doubt. 
It's an easy one for me. Successful trilogy. Okay. One of the best trilogies of all time. And I think when you, when it comes down to it, really only Star Wars measures up to the Godfather trilogy. Only yeah. Star Wars. Whew. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a long one, a two-parter. If you listen to both of these parts, you fucking rule. Thank you so much for caring about what we have to say about trilogies in the world. We are the Trilogy Podcast. My name is Vin. My name is Scott. And we do this. We are experts in trilogies, guys. So listen, if you just listened to the second one and you haven't listened to the first, part one, go back and listen to part one. It's packed with information that maybe you haven't heard regarding the uh, the trilogies. If you just wanted to hear our comedy stylings, this probably uh, worked out really well for you. Um, I, again, I'm Vin. I do the Instagram and I really try and match what we talk about with what I put on Instagram. It's really very connected to each and every episode. It's at a uh, trilogy podcast. So check it out. Really good stuff. And, uh, I do the Twitter, which is also at the trilogy podcast. Uh, check us out. I do, uh, some polls on our recent episode and, uh, drop some clips from the episode. So check it out and let us know your opinion. So Podfather, how, how do you think we did today? I think you you showed much respect today. You showed a lot of respect for for the, for the family. That's all about family. Family is good. Did I say family enough times? Can you just please pass me an orange? Huh? Oh, let me get that orange. Actually, before I put it, I just want to stick it in my mouth. Oh, 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 o